0: Holy crap, it's a huge freaking day. We're E3 time. Oh my God.
1: E3. E3's
0: here. E3's here. And we are we are we're kind of just starting off, waiting in the waters. Uh, EA had their conference today, and this show is going to be uh, the official Boom and Night breakdown of the EA conference. Uh, you got my live reaction earlier today; that's up on YouTube. You can catch the vod. Uh, boom will definitely be doing the Xbox One tomorrow, with or without me, come hell or high water. Uh, but we wanted to, at least in an additional form kind of give you our our thoughts now that we've had time to absorb in, and to decompress a little bit uh, from the shock of the show and get a little bit more information because there's a lot of media outlets that have more tidbits on things than what they showed in that, you know, just hour and 15 or hour and a half uh, show that they did. So we're going to talk about stuff. So, so EA, uh, EA actually, you know, in my opinion, EA had a decent show. Uh, They, they have sprinkle of everything, Uh, Some I could give two, you know, what's about, but it was a good show. Well,
1: I mean, I, on Twitter, of course, everybody's like, "Yay, grab the pitchforks, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, uh, I walked away from that conference being like, okay, like, you know, I wasn't blown away, which I didn't expect to be, but you know, I was just like, that was, that was a good show for them. You know, they did. I feel like they have stuff coming out that they need to have come out. Right. They need to be continuing to write the ship on battlefront and things like that. But you know, we'll get into that part. Um, but no, nah, like overall, like my overall feeling of the show was yeah, you like you did good, kid. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think it was definitely a pat on the back, you know, just uh they they didn't do anything that's gonna garner them a ton of hate. And I think given the public opinion against EA or about EA right now, I think they did about as good as they could do, you know. So let's yeah. let's dive in. First thing they show uh, was actually this really cool little like 3 d thing that they did um for to kind of uh kind of kick it off and show with anthem I thought that was pretty nifty uh, but then the first real kind of bit of content they dove into was battlefield five and what did you think of the trailer dude uh,
1: I'll be honest with you dude i've already seen a battlefield five trailer so I'm to the point it's just like all I want is gameplay, and I want descriptions of what this gameplay is going to be. Well, you so, saw I mean, some like, gameplay. That's what
0: I mean. The yeah. trailer was. Well, updated, that's what I'm saying. Man.
1: Like you know, it's it's. I, I I don't know, man. Like I actually want like a full. I know it had gameplay in it, but what I'm I guess what I'm saying is like I actually want like the like a full demo kind of thing, right? Just to see how it's all going to be in in the end, because don't get me wrong, like. Like they they're so good at making Battlefield look good every time. And, like, I just walk away, like, afterwards being like, eh, like, super, like, you know, just let down by the Battlefield series. Like, 4 was good until the netcode was just, like, impossible to play a video game or play a game on. Um, but I, I don't know, dude. I think I'm actually more excited for Black Ops than I am Battlefield 5. Well,
0: so, and that's fair. But you and I are both more COD guys than we are Battlefield. Guys.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm not disputing that at all.
0: In, in terms but like, of... It,
1: it, it looks good, like, as the, as Battlefield always does. Right, it, it like, looks good. Like, visually, it's, it's a beautiful game.
0: My, my thing, the thing that stuck out, or the things... I had a couple of things that stuck out to me from a gameplay perspective that, that we had kind of touched on in our pre-show, right? Like uh, yeah. they touted like that they would have this <clears> system where it was a, a better way to support and they still didn't show yeah. that off. So they still didn't show off their support system. So there's mm-hmm. definitely more stuff for them to, to have. But the thing that they did show was where they've taken the level of destruction to. And, yeah. and I was actually excited oh, yeah. about that. They drove <laughs> yeah. a tank we're through a, tank a through freaking the building. house.
1: Yeah, that was actually kind of neat. And I was just like, <laughs> I was watching like some of the chats on a, on a couple of different platforms. They were like
0: Fortnite, Fortnite. No, see, <laughs> Battle Fortnite, Battle Fortnite. See, I I feel like everybody's doing that. But, oh, but yeah, honestly, course. like just the gameplay mechanic itself. To mm-hmm. be able to do that, I feel like Battlefield has always been more of like we've talked about the experience, right? That's that's the experience. Uh, you should be able yeah. to drive a tank through a freaking building, like. In, and I hate vehicles in in these games. I God, really do.
1: I I do. Uh, yeah. They're so op <laughs> they're already. So
0: bad. But if you're trying to just have that experience, right? If I'm just trying to have the experience, I'm not worried about about balance. I'm not worried about all that kind of crap. I'm trying to have that experience and that's why I'm playing Battlefield. Yeah. That's a cool mechanic that you feel like mm-hmm. should have been there a long time ago, but it's awesome that it's there now. And then obviously yeah. they showed the uh the you can move anti-air turrets and things like that now, which means you can probably move a lot of other support stuff around. So you yeah, can Yeah, really I actually thought that was up a defenses. really
1: I actually thought that was a really neat thing where they, what was it? They hooked either the turret or the tank up? It was an, no, they hooked it was the an tank to a gun. turret.
0: Yeah they, yeah, they hooked up the the anti-A gun to the turret and then kind of drove away with it.
1: Yeah, that was actually kind of awesome, dude. So, I mean, what I'm actually hoping is maybe, like, especially these bigger battles and stuff like that, maybe they are kind of, with things like this, there will actually be more uh, strategery, to do things and I know strategy is not a word guys that was just in case you didn't know um but no like I I hope that actually adds like a level of gameplay or like a level of strategy to it where I I feel like you know is missing for me in a lot of things a lot of Battlefield games to where like you said you know you just feel like a pawn more than you feel like any other like more powerful piece on the board right um because it is so big so i i'm wondering if they, like just like little changes like this that give you more options to do things on the battlefield um you know will will kind of start turning the tide on how on on how you can play those games
0: i agree and i think it's also going to open up their map design because now that they don't have to have uh, you know, their own made choke points, per se, where they have set up around the map yeah. these yeah, default yeah. areas. Now nothing you can, sacred. Yeah, nothing sacred. You can now move this stuff around, and it really allows them to play and to change game dynamics and balance in different new ways, and I think that that's a good yeah. thing for any series. You know, give, having options, having flexibility is definitely a good thing. But yeah, there wasn't a ton more that they showed, but I think between no. those two things and then obviously the announcement of the Battle Royale mode, which they... which was such a tease, dude! I don't know. Okay, if you did, you see when they announced that?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I saw when they. So announced they it.
0: they are like, all right, and now we're announcing Battlefield Five BR mode, and then they zoomed in on the screen like they're going to show you a trailer of it. Yeah, and then they backed off and like showed the dudes again. I was like, you teasing sons of biscuits, like,
1: dude, I. I
0: <laughs> like, if you're just wondering what's going to be, I'm
1: just wondering, what, it's there, it's oh, I'm just wondering what this could be.
0: It doesn't matter. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter what it is. The fact that the fact that Battle Royale is the new zombies is cool, right? Like we've gone through phases, right? Like uh, we've gone through phases of horde mode, right? Like you, you have gears horde and you had a halo that got a horde mode, right? Or wave based mode, right? Zombies and call of duty and, and all these other games have these wave based modes, right? To kind of keep people, keep things fun and interesting. And some have been more successful than others. And, and that's fine. But I think if hey, if you want to try your hand at a popular game mode that's the hot button right now, and if you're a fan of that game and it adds another mode for you to be able to play to have fun with, yeah. then GG on you. Like I don't get all this like loyalist hate anymore. Right. And and not I don't really. say I, I know say hate, but like the, the loyalist kind of like shade throwing of like oh I don't I don't know. I don't know. I feel like hate can, right.
1: I no, I think hate can be fair in, in some you think
0: hate's fair in this context. Well not not
1: you know, for some.
0: <laughs> I just I, I feel like it's silly in in a lot of ways just because there's so many oh, yeah. there, there's so much just shade thrown now it's like oh well Fortnite copied PUBG and like well PUBG yeah, copied H1Z1 and H1Z1 copied and down the line. movies and whatever like. It doesn't matter where it started, guys. The fact is it's a popular mode. They're going to add it to these games. Call of Duty has it. Battlefield has it. You've got Paladins that now has Rem Royale, which is actually fun. And yeah. the more of these modes that I play, well, the more that I appreciate the uniqueness that each one is bringing to it. And that's I, what and I was going to say. It.
1: That's what I was going to say, where this will be proof to whether the Battle Royale genre is actually popular. If if these bits still, like, within the games themselves, like, become the popular mode that people play, that will prove the worth of Battle Royale. You know, it's... I always go back to, like, World of Warcraft and people trying to make MMOs and stuff like that. So many MMOs fail. Because, like, the thing is, like, the MMO genre is not crazy popular. It's just the fact that, like, there's two or three games that do supremely well in that space. So it automatically kind of gives, like, this, you know idea that like oh my god like so many play mmos like we can have a thousand of them and you know so many people will enjoy separate ones like no like there's going to be a couple like really successful ones and uh like uh, many middling and failing ones really? and i'm wondering if that's really going to happen with you know battle royale as well especially as it's getting like we all knew this was coming for the most part we all knew like cod was going to be working or activision was going to be working on it for cod and 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 you know, I'm I'm just waiting to see if they're going to work, right? And and, I, and if people are really going to buy into it and in the genre as a whole, or is it just going to be a Fortnite and pub genre and you know just like a couple things here and there do okay and then kind of fade away?
0: I think what you're going to see, and and this will be my official prediction, not for an E3 sense, but just in terms of an evolution of the genre sense. Yeah, I think that the Battlefield and the Call of Duties and the Fortnites are going to ultimately do better than standalone games that do it like PUBG. I think PUBG yeah. is going to die. And and I mean, I, I think it's going to die a horrible death. Not because mm-hmm. it's a bad game, but because Battlefield will be similar enough for people to want to go play that because well, they also play that. Well, there's nothing to spin all off
1: of it. It's just pub. Like, well, you know, I, it's there, I, it's PUBG. My,
0: my point is, is PUBG is 30 bucks. It's a standalone Battle Royale experience. Right. Yeah. Fortnite is free. It also comes with a save the world co-op experience. PUBG doesn't have that other side. Right. And if somebody wants that other side, then they're going to be able to go play Battlefield. And then it's like, well, hey, we're playing we're already playing Battlefield. We played some multiplayer. Hey, do you want to go play some BR? Sure. They're going to hop into Battlefield's Battle Royale mode. They're not going to switch over to PUBG anymore. And that's that's the the rub for me is i think that they're going to be good enough because it's not hard to copy the formula right and i think that's what i'm wondering yeah
1: they already have like these quality engines in place right and you know it's about just making the mode now so i mean like you're like (laughs) battlefield five is not going to be an early access game like PUBG was and have to go through all these growing uh, pains and lack of optimization stuff like that you know hopefully hopefully big old hopefully um it's it's day one it's going to be ready and it's going to play as well as 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 it possibly can up until that point as opposed to being an early access game and and having to deal with the growing pains and and all that stuff from it like I mean if if COD and Battlefield come out and do well with with actually Battle Royale like you know Fortnite's nowhere near going to be in trouble but it's definitely like it like parts of this fan base And for battle Royale is is going to start being siphoned a little bit.
0: Well, you got to understand something, right? And again, and this is why I say, I think, I think PUBG specifically is going to die. Yeah. Fortnite is free. You are never going to top free ever. It's already free. It already has the largest install base. There's going to be a free co-op mode for it. Everybody is in the mode. They like Fortnite. It's a unique, it's fun. It's got lots of varied combat. It's got lots of strategy. It's a very deep game. It's a good game. Right, And it's free. Everybody can go and download it on pretty much any platform and go play and cross-play, and it's free.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. $30 investment into a PUBG is not going to help it. Anyway, we're we're getting way off topic. Yeah, way off topic. But point is is Battlefield is bringing a BR mode. We didn't see any of it, but I think that seeing these Battlefield BR modes and if COD actually uh shows their BR mode off – Sometime in the near future, uh, it's going to it's going to have a profound impact on that genre. Yeah. And I think we're going to start to see some serious mix ups. Like if we think that that Fortnites upset the Battle Royale formula right now, just wait until these two players get well, in there. It's going to be
1: really interesting. Well, that's my thing. Last thought on that. Battle Royale still a young enough genre where it's just like we don't know all that can be thrown into that formula yep. to change it, to make it fun. Like you know, you had pub, which is serious. You know, uh, 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 you know, modding your weapons and things like that. And then Fortnite was like, "Yeah, we don't really have weapon mods, but you can build into the sky." And so, you know, <laughs> like there. And, and what is it? Uh, uh, you know, you know, Battlefield is going to probably have tanks and crap like that in yep. some way, shape, or form. They, you know, they are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's no way they're not going to have vehicles in their in their in their BR
0: they already did. I mean, I think they've already said so much. And so
1: do Oh, do they? they? Okay. Well, I, I I know Cod is. I didn't know if they said they were. Or not. I
0: think they I think must they that I, part. I'd have to go back and listen to the clip again, but I think Battlefield said that there's like the full Battlefield battle experience that you think, you know, vehicles okay, and, blah, okay. blah, and blah 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 are going to be available. And I'm like, "All right, well, we'll see what happens." But but yeah, so that was that was Battlefield. Uh they mm-hmm. then moved on into FIFA. <clears throat> All right, and we're going to move on into yeah. the next announcement.
1: Now, I, I would like to talk about FIFA uh, at length, please. It looks it it looks like it looks good if you if you like FIFA.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm not going to lie, guys. It it I hate I don't hate to be the mocking, but like I just am not into sports games. I don't think you're into sports games either, other than like I MLB. I enjoy
1: the I, I enjoy MLB. I, like, don't get me wrong, I enjoy the big three. You know, MLB, NBA, and and football. But I haven't bought a Madden in, at this point, dude, probably five years. Yeah, I'm just like, it's it's one of those things now, like big old pass from me on almost all sports games. And so, yeah, and I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, they had like the Madden eSports thing. And I'm, I'm guessing no, we're going to yeah, talk about the sports as a whole right But yeah, but like... Yeah, in, go ahead.
0: But I'm just saying, in terms of FIFA, they're they bringing... Uh, an updated type of cup, I think, to the thing. Uh, to yeah, looks neat if you like FIFA. Teams, right, like, if you like FIFA, I don't think this one's going to disappoint, right? I mean, it's FIFA 19, right? Like, it's a lot of FIFA. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, So I I, I kind of mockingly said it in in my reaction. It's like, you know, in a world where we play football and we have the same graphics, only slightly better, and we still show bicycle kicks because it's the coolest thing you can do in yeah, soccer. It, right? It, like, exactly. Exactly. If you like FIFA, it's going to be FIFA. Yeah, FIFA right? Battle Royale. Yeah. Somebody joked about that in chat. They were like, your weapons are cleats, water bottles,
1: the occasional streaker. Dude, like, like low key, if they made like a mutant <laughs> like soccer BR or something like Mutant Football League back in the day, that dude. might actually be kind of lit.
0: Yeah, be, or like, oh, what is it like NFL Street? Like put a yeah, NFL yeah. Street Battle mm-hmm. Royale. <laughs> <laughs> well now we're winning. Or blitz, on top of it. NFL blitz as well. Yes, blitz. Oh. Uh, anyway, Okay, so, now I, now I want that. Now you want that, right? So anyway, but so FIFA, FIFA's coming. Um Yeah, neat. and it looks it looks all right. It looks all right. It, it, they're adding more things. They're adding like a club. They're like adding the Club Championship. Um uh, a tier, I guess, or, or campaign that you can go through as well as the World Cup and all these other things. So people that enjoy soccer, again, you're going to enjoy FIFA. I think you're going to be fine. So the next thing they did is they they pulled out into the crowd and uh, Vince Sampella, who, uh-huh. uh, is who is one of the founding fathers of Infinity Award and made all the yep. awesome Call of Duty games and then went and left to go create Respawn, who currently has two Titan falls under their belt and that's about it. Apparently just dropped a bombshell that they are in the running to make a star Wars game. And it's going to be called star Wars Jedi fallen order. It's going to be set between episodes three and four when the Jedi are yeah. kind of on the run and it's coming next dark year times. Yeah. It's coming next year. Like, holy crap.
1: I, you know, are, uh, I'm actually glad they didn't show anything for that you know how they did Mass Effect Andromeda for like four or five years. It seems like at E3 where it's like this year we have a stencil of a wheel off of one of the cars you can drive. <laughs> and so like, I'm just super glad that I like, don't get me wrong. I love star Wars, but like their games, I'm just kind of, eh, well, on.
0: So what I found interesting and run with me on this. What I found interesting about this was there's been so much talk about, especially with the, the flub of battlefront two, Right. Mm -hmm. And the whole backlash around that game and and all these other kind of things. And then the other canceled, like um, the canceled RPG and all this other Mm -hmm. stuff that the fact that Respawn did not announce Titanfall three, they actually announced a Star Wars game uh, kind of for me shows that maybe the shores aren't as rocky for EA as we think they are. In well, terms I mean, of their contracts I, with Disney, because I yeah. feel like if Disney was really upset and they were super pissed, like it wouldn't be OK, well, you get another two full years to try and produce another game and see if it works. Right. Like it would be like no more games or taking it to a different publisher. Bye bye. So I think I think that those rumors around that relationship being super rocky probably aren't as as bad as we thought they were. And I think Battlefront 2 is still producing more than we think it is. Yeah. And and that's a justification for
1: them to continue work moving forward. So I mean to I mean to be fair, it's a Star Wars game. And no matter how bad it is, tons of people are gonna play it because it has Star Wars in its name. Well, let's you go know, this way. It's,
0: you've got you've got one of the like most prolific first person shooters like people. <laughs> In the industry, in terms of creating smooth, fast, amazing first-person gameplay, yeah. I think we're going to see a first-person uh, Star Wars game, which we haven't seen
1: since like Dark Forces. So that'd be lit. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, um, they don't they don't really do anything other than first person, right? So I don't I don't see them kind of leaving that wheelhouse.
0: Nope. So I I, I think it's interesting, but. That's really all they said is that was it. They just kind of gave us the name. They gave us the, that it's going to be a fall 2019 title. So I said a uh, spring 2020 tile because <laughs> that's how it's going to work. Um, but, but then they started talking about battlefront two updates um, yeah. That was the next segue of the thing, right? So, so led right into Battlefront 2. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. they're continuing to work on this game, and again, continuing to invest in the the game and the audience. And they're now going to add uh, a huge expansion onto the the current base, and it's going to cover the Clone Wars time period. And they yeah. announced, you know, new heroes and a whole bunch the of solo our stuff.
1: pack or whatever it's called.
0: Yeah, there's another yeah, and the solo pack too. So. Who knows, man? I don't know. What do you what do you think? I know you said you're not like a huge Star Wars fan. And like, what kind I of-
1: don't get me wrong. Like I said, I love Star Wars, but I've I've left that game. Like, when did that game come out? Last October. I think so. Uh yeah, dude. I played it probably three days, and I was very like. And my thing was like I knew I was never going to invest any money into the game. Right. So I was never like upset about, you know, don't get me wrong, like from a consumer standpoint. I hated the business of what they were doing, but from like a fan of the game, like I couldn't care less cause I knew I wasn't going to spend any money in that game, but I still like it, the game just to me wasn't good enough to continue playing after like three days. Like I was just like, all right, I experienced this I'm done. And like, I nothing, nothing they bring to the table is, is going to make me want to play.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like in terms of these games, again, dice is I feel like dice is good at creating experience games like if you want the Star yeah. Wars experience I
1: think it's great exactly it was like like dice games are almost like going on vacation like you know you enjoy it <laughs> while you're there but you'll eventually go home pretty quickly right um I mean, and I think it's a, it, yeah, a fun it's, game
0: to pick up here and there right like like I like the Starfighter mode because it's fun but I didn't really play any of the boots on the ground stuff because it
1: just doesn't feel good to me yeah it's I <sighs> I, I, I want to say something smart about Battlefront. but I'm just like, I like literally. I just don't care enough to. No, it's fine. So yeah, it, it, it's fine.
0: But anyway, so Battlefront 2 updates are coming. You're if you're a fan of Battlefront 2, you've got you've got a, a series of updates again, ground uh, Clone Wars with new heroes. You got Obi Wan, mm-hmm. Count Dooku, General Grievous, uh, Anakin, and it, you've got kind of the apparently the I, biggest I, map. I will say, the, like
1: he said, he said Anakin, and I I genuinely wonder, like. who's who's really going to be Hayden. I know it's going to be
0: Hayden. I was like, please don't let it be Hayden. It's going to be Hayden. Um, But anyway, so I, I think that's, that's it, but that's battlefield two. So they're still making content. They're still making updates uh, in, and that's the update. So cruising right along, uh, they, they showed a couple (coughs) indie titles back to back. One of them being, being one that I did not think uh, was ever going to be made because, the first one was just kind of very final, and that's Unravel. They announced a sequel for Unravel. What did you think of yeah. that, man?
1: I never played the first one. Always wanted to, but it's like one of those that games that just falls into the back catalog, and you're like, one day, but that day never comes. Um, But dude, no, I, like the fact that it's co-op looked really, really cool. The fact that you could use one as a, as you know, a deterrent to like something else, and why you escaped, I thought was like really interesting the fact that like it's constantly like you know, me and uh they were joking to where like i would be making all the hard jumps and then like i would be holding the rope just letting her climb up
0: <laughs> that's freaking and, teamwork.
1: exactly exactly you know it's <laughs> like um it, it it looked cool man like i think that's going to be that's one thing EA's done really well about investing into is kind of these co-op experiences with uh, was it a way out? Yeah, way out. Mm-hmm. And now this, like, I I think they see the value in like having that kind of uh, uh, game to where like it's 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 simplistic, but it's like in you know in depth but fun. Right. And you know, like they said, like we're we're bringing a little more fun and we're whimsy to this because apparently the way it sounds like the very first one was kind of well, serious. In no, way.
0: the first one was was. Basically an uh it was a a exploration of, of human life and age and memories. So basically your your whole point being Yarny was you were yeah. going through these different memories and actually like recovering memories. It was this really right. touching like story about life and like you'd basically go through a level well, I need and, to plan. and complete a picture and that picture would go into like a photo album and like the end of the game is completing the photo album it's like this really feelsy like yeah. game and so the fact that this I one did not seems know that. like it's more <laughs> yeah yeah it's that's what i'm saying so it's it's definitely different right it's different than what you think it is Yeah. so the fact that this game is more kind of uh standalone and so to speak um, yeah. Where you're kind of going in your own journey as the Yarni duo, I think is fun. And I'm glad that they lightened it up a little bit and that they're bringing a new experience to that world because it genuinely was a fun and challenging game to play that mm. was very touching. But, you know, I, I didn't see how they were going to be ever be able to follow that up. So I was genuinely surprised and it was a pleasant surprise. So it was a GG, eh? Good job bringing bringing some more unravel to us. I'm I'm happy about yeah,
1: it. Yeah, chances are I'm going to play Unravel 2 before I play the first one, so. Sure. uh <laughs> But no, like uh, the Also, what do you think about the fact that they, they were just like it's out now? I th- Go play I think
0: it. So the, that is tough because one I love those kind of announcements, but at the same time like there's just zero marketing around it. You know what I mean? But like, do you need to market a game if you'd basically mic drop on stage at E3?
1: Well, see, that's, that's kind of what I'm wondering because it's, is, is that like releasing a movie in February where you're just like, all right, we just need to get back what we kind of put into this. Like that makes it, that always makes me worry is like, is it like a really good surprise? Kind of like PT where it's like, Hey, go try this trial. And it, it like, turns out it's amazing. Or is it just going to be like one of those things like, yeah, we're just trying to shove this under the rug because by Thursday after all the other announcements, like unravel two is probably going to be one of the first furthest things from people's mind.
0: It it might be, but I think that, I think that, if you played the first game, it's really a beloved kind of game. At least it is yeah. to me. Like it's it's this very endearing title. It's an mm-hmm. indie title. It's cheap. I think that it, I think that overall it's a smart move being able to announce that and announce it first because yeah. they have the benefit of being first. People can go out today and like, hey, if I want my taste of E3 and I'm at home, I can go play Unravel 2 right now. And I've already yeah. seen people on Mixer playing the game. Uh you know, so I think that I think that it's definitely caught attention. It, it's caught our attention. Like we were talking about playing it too. So I think yeah. I think at least it's it's a, it's an effective way of marketing the game without having to overinvest in marketing. So yeah. I, I mean GGS right GGS. The next one though, the next game uh, is an is a new IP indie game that seemed incredible. Um, in terms of artwork yes, and concept, dear. and it's called Sea of
1: Solitude. Good God, am I not a sucker for this kind of art style. Like, just, like, the blues and, and the water and things like like. Literally, I'm already roped in. And But, like, what the game looks like it is, it also looks like it's going to be freaking awesome.
0: Well, it's, it's, it's another, it's going to be another one of these like emotional evocative yeah. games and to be very Absolutely honest, in a boat. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I think it's going to be more than that. It's more going to, it's going to be like a, a way more in depth, uh, yeah. inside. Or, it looks like it actually limbo. has more
1: Yeah. gameplay. Yeah.
0: But the thing about thing, the thing about limbo and the thing about inside was I played both of those games. They were interesting games at the time. I was invested playing them at the time but I ultimately never got the message of the story. I, I ultimately yeah. never understood what the game was about. Limbo was a little easier to understand than than Inside was about. I still have no idea what the hell happened Inside. Not a freaking clue.
1: It's just a yeah. weird game. I never played Inside. I played Limbo.
0: <sighs> Lim- I mean, Limbo, You, you people have got, kind of explained it to me. I'm like, okay, well, that kind of makes sense. But at the same time, it doesn't. Um, but... Yeah, inside was totally off off the wall. But this this whole experience is is supposed to be... Basically, you're playing this main character who has lost herself to loneliness. And the journey that you take her on is a journey to learn how to come out of that experience and to balance your emotions in-game through gameplay so that you can basically... Become human again because apparently she's actually transformed into a monster, yeah, because of how lonely and how dark her feelings are. Uh, and, and like that whole concept just blew my
1: mind, dude. Like, yeah, I, I, before we start doing this, I actually watched the trailer again, not because like you don't have to brush up on anything, just because I wanted to see it again, right? Keep it fresh in the mind, yeah, like it is a game. Uh, I don't remember seeing a release date for it cuz I, I I think they're just still working on it, right? Uh I
0: didn't see release date. I I, I don't know. I don't even want hang to on, say can, anything can, to be wrong.
1: I was going to say hang on, I can actually double check. But yeah, it's like I think it this one was the uh one with like the German lady lady yeah. Yeah, on yeah, stage, yeah, sure. arriving early 2019. Okay. Okay, early 2019. Perfect. Yes. I'm excited,
0: man. I I I like it Looks so this, good, so. dude. I mean, for for reasons beyond just the game right like i love the fact that that these studios are being empowered to create experiences that evoke so much emotion that tell good stories like ori ori is one of those just incredible hit you in the gut feels types of journeys that lots of people can identify with and i feel like we're
1: gonna see tomorrow which we're gonna (laughs) see more tomorrow
0: right but you, you take you take now this indie studio that has – that this woman who's crafted this story about this concept and it attaches um, or it, it can relate to so many different things that are real world problems today. There's so many people that are yeah. you know, living with depression or living and feeling lonely and you're around people all day but you still feel isolated, right? Like there's so many – things especially when you're a kid growing up right like there's nothing more more sobering than the feeling of being alone when you're like in high school because you feel yeah. ostracized by everybody right and how do you deal with those emotions as a human being so the fact that the fact that you would even attempt that in a game is one thing but to to put it in this kind of a way and to be able to communicate in this kind of way is just is such a uh, like I have to applaud the effort and I haven't even played the game
1: well I mean right. the these games aren't exactly like rare anymore either cuz I mean you do have Ori you do have Abzu um Journey right uh, I would I would even go to say like Bastion kind of plays into that a little bit even though it's more of like button mashing combat right um so yeah like you said like you know these these indie studios that are being empowered to empowered to make these games that feel just as much like experiences as they do games themselves right like ah and it's
0: really pretty. So pretty. Beautiful artwork. Beautiful artwork. anyway, so that's Sea of Solitude. Looks super fun. Um and then and yeah, so then we we go back into uh into the sports zone and they announced uh, Madden. <laughs> Madden. Shocker and <laughs>
1: in a world where our graphics never change and we still oh my play football. God, dude, every like
0: Dude, the only the only thing I had a problem with in that trailer. Uh, and it really wasn't a problem. It was just they—they they really took liberties, uh, in terms of of like video game fantasy. Because the very last part of the trailer was one of the was one of the the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns getting sacked, and then he actually broke the sack and like makes this incredible throw that never would yeah. have happened. I'm
1: sorry, that's fiction, that's super fiction.
0: Let's see. I I'm, I'm out loud. I'm
1: trying to see how many copies Madden has sold. It's insane, dude. Like, yeah, it's it's um, it's insane. Like, I think yeah. honestly,
0: though, the the worst part about the whole Madden reveal and the whole Madden discussion was literally the presentation between Juju and I can't even remember the the guy's name it was like Nick something.
1: Like uh, all I can remember is like it was a thing like they did uh, a couple years ago with 2K where they brought out some dude named Hoop God. Okay, and like he just became a meme, and so like now <laughs> like, I like this dude is like. I guess he's like the Madden world champion, and sure, I, you know.
0: yeah, he is. But like, then he talks about how he like skipped his graduation to play Madden. I'm like, Ooh, yeah, role model, because
1: he's chasing that cash, chasing that he, money. That's what he literally said. He was like chasing that money. I was just like, he's like
0: I got my diploma, go, don't worry. Yeah, He's chasing well, that money though, and I'm like, and Juju's like, yeah, man, gotta get that cash, and like, yeah, and like Juju, dude, I love you, man. I, I live in Pittsburgh. I'm a fan of the Steelers. I'm a fan of yours. Like, t- take those pants back and give Medea her muumuu back. Because, like, she called and needed it. Like, those pants, they were bold. I don't I didn't. I didn't think it worked. I don't think it worked, I, man. I, I mean, I ain't fashion police, but the... I was like, whoa, hey there.
1: <laughs> maybe he talked to the indie devs and he felt empowered about his clothes. Felt
0: empowered about his
1: pants, man. I don't like, know. I, was... No, what my thing is, like. I was like his pants, like his pants didn't bother me. Like I was like his pants, are like they're okay. Um, <laughs> it was it was the dude he was with, the seventeen year old kid. Oh, I know. and I and I say kid. Oh yeah, I was absolutely kid. If you just graduated high school, you're a kid. I don't care. Well, no, I don't.
0: Uh, I don't. I know he's older than that now. He he. That was he was talking about how he had he done he did that. Oh, I thought that was initially. like recently. No, no, no. He you know, he said he it did was that so way back cringy when.
1: that I couldn't watch it long.
0: Yeah, no, no. No, trust me, I, I ripped on it. I tuned too. in and out of it. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. But anyway, like they said, the presentation was so terrible. Like, I had no idea what they were trying to communicate. I other don't than either. Like, like, drop out of high school and play Madden. Like, I'm just like, no, that's, well, not, like, that's not what I, you should I, like, do.
1: I, I feel like they were trying to show off the fact that, like, Madden, Madden has this, like, burgeoning eSports scene or something, man, where it's just like, know, look man. how successful and awesome this kid is. But, like, his sizzle reel of... I'm trying to make him look like a badass i'm like no. i bet you're the kind of person that gets tears in their eyes if you get smacked. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's it's one of those things that i think I, dude he,
0: he literally felt like the embodiment of everything wrong with xbox live like
1: yes you know like i don't know dude i just i was like, like i'm not a, trying to put all that on him like no he could i'm be, just he could be a super awesome dude but like what that, i'm saying is that was like, the vibe we got yeah like they, well that's the vibe they gave yeah I just You know, like it was super crazy. like it was one of those things like, you know, he's such an intense competitor, so he's not going to shake like the hand of the guy who he was playing a video game with like a second ago. And yeah, like, don't get me wrong, right. I'm a competitive person, like even in video games, I know what it feels like to be competitive in games and be upset that you lost. But, you know, it's also one of those things where I'm just like, you can't make a sizzle reel trying to make someone look like intimidating and a complete badass playing a video game. Dude, I'm, I'm sorry if if. In the NHL
0: playoffs, dudes can play up to seven games, beating the ever-loving piss out of each other, and then shake hands afterwards, win or lose. Yeah, you can say GG at the end of a video game. Thank you. Like, have some have some sportsmanship. Anyway, so there was Madden, and then they showed a trailer for NBA, and we're
1: moving on. So, like, well, my thing is the 2K (laughs) series has always been way better than anything ea's ever released so yeah like that's that's a big move on for me like i mean 2k sucks now too but at at least i'm actually disappointed by that
0: i just i i hate you and i've talked about this in the past too i i think it's just frustrating that they keep coming out with new versions of these games year after year yeah. without making meaningful innovations on these games. There's no there's no leap forward in graphics, there's no leap forward in like character model movement, there's no leap forward in in like mechanics of your gameplay. There's just yeah. a new roster and maybe a new campaign mode or something that's like embrace the struggle and do the campaign. Like there's not there's nothing new. So why why even make the game just you know, come up with some kind of a subscription model where you can get new rosters and keep playing, you know, like it's because they're doing a cash grab. And so I think that's what yeah. makes it for you. It's like a sobering it's for us. It's like just a very that 10,000 foot view. I'm like, why do people keep buying this crap? Yeah. You know, but to be fair, we could say the same thing about cotton battlefield. Oh, know? dude,
1: exactly. Like glass houses and stones. Exactly. It's, so it's one of those it's things just, that it's
0: not our thing.
1: Because I mean, FIFA sells on a level that most games just wish they could probably have over a, a span of their in, a, like entire series. Like that's FIFA's yearly sales. Well, like FIFA soccer, just does soccer, absurdly AKA well is the most popular oh, yeah. sport in the world. Hands yeah. down. Like it is.
0: So there you go. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not shocked that they're making bank off
1: of these games at all. Oh, it's no. just,
0: it's just one of those things. It's just not my game. So I, and yeah. I just, if, if they would do things that <laughs> I were respectfully
1: decline to play your game, exactly. thank
0: you. Uh, but anyway, but I know there's, yeah, there's plenty of people that are all too happy to. Um, yeah. so then the next thing they showed was kind of interesting because I was like, what the hell are they going to announce now? Because they did the whole Darwin project thing. Right where they're like, we're gonna bring in esports. I'm a professional esports shoutcaster, and this is some guy, and we're going yeah, to shoutcast a match. Uh,
1: I honestly completely forgot about this that we were going to talk about it because it was so. Yeah, go ahead.
0: So, so I I have a more favorable look at it than you do. So I will I will start off and try and give it a fair <laughs> representation. So what they showed is is they basically showed what eventually ended up being Command and Conquer rivals which is a new strategy game that you which play cool. on your phone. And yeah. in the concept was actually cool. Basically there's three points on a map. You, you each have a base, you can harvest resources, you can create units uh, you, you have to, to treat it like a true RTS, but there's three places you have to hold down, and whoever holds down the majority of those three points basically charges up and points a missile at the other person's base. And if you get yep. hit with two missiles, then you're done. And when, when we were talking about this kind of briefly, I was like, you know, this concept of how to play this RTS game is actually really cool. The fact that they made it a mobile game just deflated the whole thing for me because no one's going to play this thing. Yeah. And I say no one, they're probably going to have some kind of audience, but this, this is a wasted opportunity for, for me and my, in my opinion, it would be better for you to have turned this into like a MOBA and run with Mm. this concept than a mobile
1: game. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an RTS and a mobile game. Like the two, like two of my least favorite game genres all in one. And so, like it's I, I'm not gonna lie like that that was the part of the conference where I was like, cool, I can go get a drink now. Yeah, and, and that, just kind of walk away.
0: Uh, yeah, understandable. like I I really enjoy RTS games like Command and conquer. I grew up with it. you know, as soon as I saw it was like, oh, GDI. Oh my God, yeah. I'm not. like, okay, like you got me on board and then I'm like, this is a mobile game. I'm like, oh, like so, all right. Okay, yeah, this is this is interesting. And I'm like, I'm trying to get into it and like I'm trying to be objective and look at it. And it's a it is a cool concept. It's a new approach to RTS. I think that it it borrows from some of the new kind of uh, RTS models like Tooth and Tail. Um, Tooth yeah. and Tail's game came out earlier this year or yeah earlier this year. It's yeah, actually on sale on
1: Steam right now. It's
0: on Steam. It's on sale. It's actually really cool. Yep. If you like RTS games, it's challenging. It's different. You basically, it, instead of doing a lot of like micro and macro with, you know, managing all these different bases with hotkeys and stuff like that, you're actually really just commanding a commander unit and moving them around the map and <laughs> and making different commands using that unit. So it's a different yep. type of, of RTS. And I think it's this... Command & Conquer game borrows from that in a lot of ways. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think the concept looks interesting. I'm sad that it's a mobile game. I would love another Command & Conquer RTS that is updated in chat. In my stream, totally agreed with me. They were like, oh, give me another Generals. Give me something because this is not what I want. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. man, everybody's a little upset about this one. So, I don't know. I, I think that if there's a, a definite miss in EA's show, that was it. That was the total miss
1: is, is CNC rivals. It's a total miss. Yeah. Like my thing is if, if you dislike EA, you're like, you're going to hate their show no matter what, but like, you know, going into it with an open mind, like that, that was probably unless I'm just completely overlooking something that was the, the weak, the weak point. Yeah. That's it. Cause it, it, cause it felt like they wasted a lot of time like they they felt yeah. like that like yeah and i will say that ea like the past several years has been really bad about that anyway where it feels like like their conferences could be like 20 minutes if yeah. they actually just cut through like the silly bull crap
0: well yeah like madden if they would have cut through the madden crap with well, i mean with i'm not dude, even saying that like, no, no, I'm saying, know, like they they always the kind of have yeah. cut through the madden stuff you you don't you you maybe you do a a scripted rivals match that's half as long as it would have was yeah. you know, or, or have some, well, my thing is talk like every year they,
1: every year they kind of bring on some sort of like, what's the, what's the, some kind of motif where they can actually like, you know, talk about, you know, show, it always makes it seem like we care, you know, and that, like that one year with FIFA, it was like, I think it was Pele. Like they had like an interview with Pele who oh, didn't right, right, right. seem like he couldn't have cared less that he was there. Um, And and it seems like they do that every year and it's just literally like you know, it's like the old Richard Pryor joke where it's like, get to the part with the dirt. Um where (laughs) it's just like let's 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 just, you know, we don't have to do this. No one wants to do this. No one really wants to see this. Let's just let's just get to the part with the dirt. Show us the good stuff. Ain't nobody got time for that.
0: Yeah. So anyway, so they showed CNC Rivals. The other that's another one where they kind of mic dropped and said it's available right now on Android. So if you have an Android phone, you can go and actually uh, sign up for the beta, and then you can download Command and Conquer's Rivals and play that. If that's your thing, have fun. Again, it looks like a cool concept. It looks like a fun yeah. game. I think the the mobile platform is the wrong platform for it. They could have done something I a just, lot
1: more. I- I, I, I don't know. I don't have an opinion on it because honestly I don't care. It's fine. What's it, what's again?
0: So, so there's, there's two more things that came up in the show. Uh, one of them being being a really interesting item that it seems like no one's talking about right now. That's that was what you talked to me about. You actually messaged me about. Yeah. Why is no one talking about this? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I and that is Origins Premium Access, mm-hmm. which is essentially taking the Xbox Game Pass and applying it to the EA library, literally. So yeah. First party like titles, new stuff. Yeah, new stuff will be um,
1: on it if they give you early access to the game and complete game if these games are continue or like, you know, what I call like continuation games, kind of like destiny is where you're going to play them over a series of months to, to even years, dude, like the money that people are going to like invest in that kind of game pass. And I'm just gonna go ahead and call it game pass just, just for the, you know, long short of it, but that they're going to wait, make way more money on that than they would if they sold the games. Right. Like, because anytime you get anyone in, and of course you're going to have the people too, where it's just like, they're going to forget what they're paying for every month. And so, you know, they're going to make bank on that as well to where it's just like, what the hell is EA charging me $15 for every month?
0: Well, um, here's the deal, right? Like EA has a wide library, right? Like yeah. the, the EA access aside from game pass, EA access is the best online like subscription service that you can get because not only oh, yeah. is it cheap, it's 30 bucks a year. For EA on console, not bad, right? Super affordable. You get access to fifty a month. (laughs) Yeah, you get access to everything in the vault, which does rotate, but it's typically everything that's that's the current version out within a couple months of it being out. It's in the vault, right? So you get to play all those games. Um, They give you a discount on on purchasing those games and purchasing DLC. So like, it's actually a really good value in and of itself. Like, and it was around before Game Pass was around. So EA has 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 kind of the one that started this, and I can totally see what you're saying in terms of like what they announced with Battlefield, right? So they're trying Mm -hmm. to do some PR, recovering from the whole Battlefront garbage, right? So they Mm -hmm. had they had uh, they announced no loot boxes and no uh, season pass. So Battlefield Five has no loot boxes, no no season pass, and it's going to be included with Origin Premium Access. So of course that makes sense, like. Why wouldn't well, you want to do that, right?
1: Let's let's put it like this. Say you pay $15 a month for Battlefield Five and and Anthem. Right. That Those two games, if you bought them outright, and especially if they're not going to do, you know, quote-unquote paid DLC other than, like, buying skins or anything like that, those two games cost $120 yep. for, for both of them for that year. If you pay the $15 a month for a year, that's $180. They're making a whole other game off of you for for you just you know being able to just like play the game and pay for a subscription service so like they like them doing this like is very smart because it's it's like us with you know always telling people well you know if you don't want to see a thieves don't buy it 60 bucks dude just buy the 10 dollar game pass and play it for a month see if you really dig on it and if you want to keep it going keep it going if you don't you're out 10 bucks right
0: and i and i think that's ultimately the the nice thing but i think what we have found with game pass and what I think people are going to find with premium access is if they continue to bring their triple a titles day one to this service. Okay. Well Mm -hmm. now it's, it's, it's not just, well, I get to play the games that I like it's now I have access to all these games that I would have potentially played, but couldn't afford or didn't want to afford, right? Oh, well now maybe I'll actually try need for speed. Maybe I'll actually play Madden. Madden. Maybe I'll actually play FIFA. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll actually play some of these other games because my dudes are going to be like, yo, man, come on, get on. Come on. You know, you can just download it. You know, you have access. Just download exactly. the freaking game. Yeah, exactly. Dude, that's what happened with Battlefield, right? When or Battlefield I think it's 5 what, It's. Came to EA Access. Like, I'm pretty. I, I re- distinctly remember people being like, dude, just download Battlefield 5. Come on. Like, what's wrong with you? And I was yeah. like, oh, it was Omni. Omni was like, dude, just download Battlefield 5. And I was
1: like, oh, oh, oh no. Battlefield 1.
0: Oh, one, one, right. Battlefield 1. He was like, just download Battlefield 1. I was like, ah, oh, but I don't want to. He's like, dude, it's freaking free. You have the yeah, access. Just you download have it. it.
1: Just do it.
0: And I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> and I did, and I enjoyed the war stories, and I enjoyed yeah. some of the multiplayer. Like, it wasn't a total wash for me. And and I was like, all right. You know, like, I wouldn't have experienced the game otherwise, but because it was included, it's there. Yeah. And I exactly. think that's a that's a huge boon for any developer, any of these publishers. They can get these games in your hands, and then of course these games are gonna have microtransactions, and even if they don't, you're still contributing to the player base, which keeps the games alive yep. longer, which oh, ultimately yeah. will make more money for the people that do want to pay that money. And sure. Like these
1: services are brilliant, dude. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's a, it's really a slick way to be able to do that. And like you said, ultimately at the end of the day. Hell, even if it's ten bucks a month, they're making hundred and twenty bucks a year off a million people. That's a hell of a lot more money they're making off games. <laughs> yeah, you know, overall, right? Like they're not or necessarily like, worried I mean, about the margins on some of these games anymore because there's they're making up for it,
1: right? Or like, even better, like I think you can buy a year for a hundred. Right. Even then, you know, which like, really yeah. isn't bad.
0: No, I mean, you, so either way, like these subscription services are what are going to start. Or, <laughs> they're already becoming more prevalent. I think it's yep. only going to continue to be more prominent well, I mean, as they go
1: forward. Well, I mean, another thing they, they you know, have too is that game streaming service that they said, you know, is, is still a good ways out from actually being a oh, thing. That's but right. I mean, that could be the future, dude, like consoles and stuff like that. You don't need them anymore. You need an Amazon Firebox because you're just going to stream the game. Yeah,
0: I mean that that's a that's an interesting topic in of itself. That's a whole other topic. Oh yeah, but yeah they did. Well, I mean that. we're we're also
1: years in my opinion from having the kind of internet that can do that for everyone. Right.
0: Well, I mean again they you can already do that in your home, right? Like every service has a stream service to where if you have like a I think basically it's a Windows PC or tablet, you can live stream over your home network to yeah. that PC, right? Like everybody can already do that. Xbox, PlayStation, right? You can already do that stuff that's pretty cool. It's only a matter of time before they are actually going to oh, figure oh. out a way for you to do that in a different way. Right. Yeah. Like they already have cloud saves, they already have, you know, uh, um, you know, uh, Microsoft already has play anywhere where you can sync your save, your download, your progression, everything across PC and Xbox and interchange them mm-hmm. quickly. Right. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be able to just play the game through the cloud, save it to the cloud and keep playing, you know, it, yeah, other, other I mean, than it's, latency, it's, right? Other than latency, there's no other reason why you wouldn't be able to do that. So
1: exactly. That that's what I'm saying. Like this something like this could be the future to where like PCs and and consoles are just nowhere near as important because yeah, you if you have the internet it. to do it, man, you just you just stream that bad boy. Right. Which is is would be
0: a hell of a lot cheaper for gamers.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. Would it though? Like, I mean, would it though? Like if if say you had to pay twenty dollars a month to do it, um and Sure, it would or be. or if you, you if, think so over time, I, I think like, over
0: time it would still be cheaper because you're still upgrading your boxes, you're still upgrading your PC, you know, like yeah. like uh, even on the cheap side, right? Like if you upgrade your graphics card and your PC, if you go with a decent card, you're still gonna be paying like two hundred bucks. Well, okay, well there's there's a game service for a year or two da- two game services yeah. for a year, right? And if they move to that streaming model and I don't have to have a beefy machine to be able to run it and I can use my existing machines for longer then my upgrade cycle is longer for my hardware. So there's less cost there And those subscription models are easy. I don't have to worry about stuff there, right? Like I don't have to have stories like we just heard from doc where, Oh, my PS4 hard drive ripped and I lost all my saves and progressions, right? Like not wrong. You know, that's, that's, that's time that's that's yeah, your makes life. You sick <laughs> you just you know you're trying to get through these games and all of a sudden that's gone so that sucks but anyway so yeah there that was their their thing i'm i think maybe the reason that people aren't talking about this more is the fact that they only announced it for pc and yeah know, i'm i'm wondering if they're just gonna instead of calling it e-access they're just gonna call it straight origin premium access
1: across that's the what door. i'm wondering and it's like if they're gonna make a move for origin thing? just to be a bigger thing yeah Exactly.
0: But but the thing is, is that EA access is exclusively an Xbox thing. It's not on PlayStation, you know? So I'm, I'm just curious to see if that translates over to Xbox, they have a good relationship. I can't see why they wouldn't do it. But at the same time, like that was the concern that I had. I'm like, okay, well, this sounds great. Yeah. But they didn't say anything about Xbox. They just said PC. So, you know, you got to wonder, you got to wonder. And, and if it's not going to be over to the box, then to me, it's less of a good deal. Not that yeah. there's not a wide swath of PC players out there, but I feel like that the whole console generation is really who would take advantage of that something more because games like Anthem and all these new games coming out are going to need newer hardware to run. And, and again, that gets expensive, but if I can run it on my Xbox... Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, then it's done a and lot easier. done and done. So that's origin premium access, potentially really cool service. I'm intrigued by it. But then there was one. There was one Na-na-na-na! item left. The one that we wanted to see the freaking the chosen most.
1: One. Yeah, and that's Anthem. I mean, is anyone really surprised at that? Like, is there any, I can't imagine anyone watching the EA conference. Like, I can't wait to see more Madden. Like, you kind of know what you're going to get. Like, you know, it's like we have more efficient tackling. That's awesome. Like, you know, yes. Show me this meat and potatoes, freaking sci-fi action game that you've been teasing for years. Like, just finally give us a taste of it, please. Well, they
0: gave us just a taste. I, I legitimately was not, I was not blown away by what they showed. I was intrigued by what they talked about, but they—I don't feel like they really showed much. Uh, I mean, I—I'm just being—I I think, no, like, no, 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 there no, wasn't I'm a whole saying, lot of gameplay. I think,
1: yeah, I, I'm thinking at this point, honestly, they've shown just as much as, just as much as about any other E3 kind of teaser. Like, I don't—I don't feel like they're teasing anymore because they did announce like the release date is January 22nd. This same day as day, days gone. Um. Oh wow, that's true. Yeah, but yeah. they're two,
0: two completely different experiences.
1: Well, I know they're two different experiences, but what I'm saying is, like, it's 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 close enough. Like, it's that's six months out, dude. Like, right. we are seven months out. Like, we are now close enough to where that you know that like they they got to start selling this thing now. Like, well, it's to that point to where but that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like we would that, have the blitz more. probably needs to start.
0: I feel, like we're, I feel like we should have seen more, I guess is what I'm saying. And they. Okay. And when you talked about... I don't I think it was when, right. When they talked about what you can do on the show floor at E3, they said the game will be there and the demo will be available. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what, like a full demo for you to watch? Or do you actually get to play? Because they didn't say yeah. playable demo. They just said demo. A demo. And, and that makes me think that they're just going to be showing the full gameplay demo to people behind closed doors. They're not going to actually let people play mm. it yet. So couple things on that one could be par for the course right they're just not in a state yet because they do have seven months left to where they're comfortable putting into people's hands because maybe they're not you know uh, dialed in on controls and all those kinds of things you know Mm -hmm. whatever what have you i don't i don't know i'm not trying to make excuses for them but i can understand where in the development cycle there might be polished things that they're not ready to have you in your hands yet yeah that being said we're seven months out I feel like there should be something you could put in somebody's hands at this point. Yeah. Uh whether it's I, something I, I small, think... put something in somebody's hands, allow them to just get a feel for it. And I, I want to go and look at more of the the stuff around Anthem that they didn't show at the show because there is a lot, like like IGN and Game Informer, and maybe they've had hands on. I didn't get a chance to consume all of that that I wanted to before with this talk. Yeah. But that that was just one thing. The things that I liked that I heard that they did announce that were great. Confirmed what we talked about in our pre-show. Um, the anthem is story first. It is it is yeah. a story first experience. Bioware has has said, "Look, we're storytellers. Um, this yeah. is this is what they they call um, they call it my story, our world." Was I think the the terminology they use. So it's basically a single player story experience that you have within your own little microcosm of the game. Mm-hmm. But then it's a co-op experience when you go out into the world. And yeah. and I love that. I love that concept just hearing about it because it brings it takes away the complexity of, oh well where are you at and with your story? Oh, where are you at with your story? You know? Yeah. Like
1: well I mean it's it, that Skyrim effect where like you're all like kind of hanging out in Discord And like you're playing the same game, but you literally all have like different like story threads going on, even though you're at like the same spot in the same game,
0: right? Or you know, you can make different decisions, right? Oh, I well I killed that NPC. Oh, well I didn't. Okay, and we can still go play the world, right? We We, can still go play in the same world, though. Like I I just feel like it allows them to tell a more intimate story. Mm -hmm. And uh, and again, whether we like it or not, the only other kind of comparable game we have out there is Destiny. And and when you're looking at where Destiny had spectacular gameplay, but just such lacking in the story department, especially for yeah. the first game, right? Uh, and it hasn't really gotten super better in the second game, but like to the fact that they just came straight out and were like, "Look, there's going to be a story here."
1: <laughs> we, yeah. You, you, well, I mean, it's by the way, like you
0: know, that's... Yeah, you know who you're fighting. Here's your enemies. Yeah. You know, this is the story, right? Like basically you're, you're holed up in, in like kind of, again, the last bastion of humanity. Okay, fair enough. Right. And your, your main enemy is the Anthem, which is like these leftover, um, you know, machines that are used to create from the gods that have abandoned this planet, which is yeah. an interesting concept. Cause it's like, okay. So does that mean that we can go to Such as the Traveler right? Well, no, I'm saying like, not, I'm not trying to make direct comparisons. I'm just saying I know, like, I know, I'm just kidding. you know, okay, so you've got like these gods have abandoned the planet and yeah. now they've got these tools that are used to create that could also be used to destroy. It seems like there's this other faction that's trying to use the Anthem to destroy you. And I'm like, okay, so at least at least I know who the good guys are and the bad guys are and what they're trying to do.
1: Great. Or do you? Or do you? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But, but no, yeah. so... Go ahead. But
0: no, I'm just saying, so I'm happy. I'm happy that they talked about, like, literally that uh-huh. was the thing that I was like, if if Bioware is good at story, there better be a good story. And they basically were like, look, there's a story here. <laughs> like,
1: All right, good. Yeah. Check. Well, I mean, like, I told you that's always my biggest worry with Bioware is that, you know, their stories are interesting, but I don't necessarily dig on, on their combat systems right. or anything like that. Like, Dragon Age is like a cool game but I didn't have a lot of fun with it because I it doesn't have a combat system that I, I as a gamer, enjoy. So that's, like, my worry with Anthem is, like, like you almost have me sold on this being, like, a day-one thing that I definitely for sure want to play, but, you know, is will the combat be fun enough for me to actually just want to actually investigate that story? Like, once again, like, I always tell you, like, I'm not a big fan of Fallout either, and it's... It's it's got everything that I love like science fiction dystopian world and Anthem's kind of that same thing like it's got robots kind of like flying robots it's it's you know More it's Iron Man basically Exactly it's like dystopian world it's a science fiction game like like it has all these pieces that I truly love in in every everything that I watch and do and stuff like that but is the gameplay going to actually be fun enough for me to and so like sink so I asked my that teeth question into? I asked yeah. you that
0: question. You got to see some combat today. You got to see some gameplay today. I'm hyped about the fact that there's story. You're a man after gameplay. What did you think?
1: I I actually walked away feeling a little bit better about it, if I'm honest. Like, it's one of those things that um, it still feels very kind of, in a way, like, predetermined to where it's like you just aim, or it's like the big guy especially. It's like you just aim, and like all the all the rockets like fire onto that and i'm like oh, that's that's kind of cool like you know but i i definitely want to be into the thick of it where it's like i'm actually the one fighting more than like pressing a hot key and it just like doing the destruction for me right. so it looked like with like some of the other ones and even that guy it looked like you did cuz like he he had like a heavy gun or something um so yeah i mean it's it's i'm i'm more optimistic about it today than i than i've ever been probably for that game
0: And I concur with you. I was, I, after our talk in the pre-show, it made me realize how, how truly bad Bioware is at combat. Like the Mass Effect combat was okay. It was, it was passable. Right. And even in Mass Effect Andromeda, which was their most refined combat ever, it, it was still somewhat clunky. Right. The yeah. movements were somewhat clunky and and the shooting was okay. Like there was nothing mm-hmm. wrong with like hit detection, all that kind of stuff. But it, it's still just it's not a it's not shooter. Fluid. It's not a yeah. shooter. What I saw today looked pretty fluid. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, like especially some of the movements. Like they I think one of them, uh, one of the guys, I think when they were showing some of the ranger gameplay, he does like a barrel roll out of the mm-hmm. way of like a shot. And I was like, Oh, that was slick. Oh, yeah. I picked up on that. And the other things that I picked up on were how you how they have similar to, to other games, right? Where you have heroes that have abilities that can play off of each other. One of the things they talked about was how one of the, one of the javelins has a ability where you can freeze an area of effect. And then you can yeah. use the Colossus, the big guy to use mm-hmm. his barrage on that area effect to finish everybody off in that space. Now, I,
1: I I do like that. And that's one thing like Bioware does well, like especially with like dragon, dragon age and stuff where it's like your, your party matters and mass effect uh, mm-hmm. from what I've seen to where it's like the, the, the pieces of your party that you have with you can, can work together in harmony and actually make, you know, make the game and make you a whole lot better as a whole. Right.
0: So that, that I, I'm, I'm happy that you felt that way. Cause I was, I honestly felt a little bit about the combat too. And I was genuinely concerned yeah. uh, going in. And, and that was one of the things that we talked about. So a couple of the other things that I enjoyed too. Um, and I don't remember if this was in the show, if this was in something else that I was listening to, it might've been in the IGN thing that I was listening to. Mm-hmm. They talked about how your javelins are not different characters. You all of those javelins correspond with your main character, so yeah. as a freelancer, you can have multiple javelins. So unlike Destiny, where if you want to go play your Warlock, right, you have to like log out and go log into your Warlock, mm-hmm. and they they have their whole own progression tree and their whole own story tree. Like this game, it's all continuity, right? Like you're you're a freelancer, you have your one thing, and if you want to hop in a Colossus, you hop in a Colossus. You want to hop in a Ranger, you hop in a Ranger. You want to hop in an Interceptor, yeah. like on and on and on and you can mm-hmm. acquire more and more javelins to use in various situations. And I, and the fact like that you that. can
1: actually, uh um, like you can customize them. But, and, and I, and I saw you get excited about the N seven, uh, I did javelin skin. Well, yeah. I was kind of
0: mocking <laughs> us. I was like, of course we're going to be able to customize them. Like look at the models. It's 2018. If you can't customize a mech suit, Like, what the hell is wrong with this world, right? Like, no, that's microtransaction heaven for EA, right? Give me them skins. Give me them color, you know, color shaders or whatever. Like, that's how they're going to make the bucks in, in Anthem for sure, because um, they announced, there's like, there's no, there's no like, uh, power mechanic, you know, uh, loot boxes. Yeah. There's none of that crap. No there's, pay to win. But there's definitely microtransactions around cosmetic items and stuff like that. But yeah, but like when no. I see N7, it makes me re- it reminds me, right? Like, oh yeah, like that's this is a, this is a Bioware game. This is this is N7, right? Like this is Mass Effect. You know, you've got Codor, you've got all of these different things that they have their hands in that they can bring into this this world as as some fun little easter eggs for people and allow you to kind of customize some stuff and that's always nice right like it's always cool right? yeah now deck you- out your uh deck out your javelin in in some dragon age skin dude, they had yeah. some amazing art in the dragon age stuff i would love to be able to put some of that stuff on a javelin that'd be sick
1: oh it would be nasty dude now hypothetical do you think this could finally be the game that like uh no longer has a sequel like it is just anthem and they continually just bring out uh uh like story story stuff for it yes Where like you you just pay expansions over time almost like a world of warcraft i like it like it is just like i thought that's what they were kind of going to do with destiny originally like back in the day where it was like this is just destiny and everything will be an expansion um as opposed to like you know destiny 2 do you
0: you mean okay i'm gonna be super honest (laughs) I think that that Destiny had always planned to have multiple iterative releases, right? They, they, they cited such, I think, on their roadmap that they shared before Destiny yeah. won't even released that they were going to have multiple games. So you knew that mm-hmm. wasn't happening. But they definitely wanted those games to be able to have continuity. Yeah. And one of the things that I feel like Bungie just continues to struggle with is how to do that. Like they had to start fresh in Destiny 2. I bet they're mm-hmm. gonna do it again in Destiny 3. I don't think you're gonna carry over your characters. I don't think you're gonna carry over your story. I think, I think you're just gonna be along for the ride and you're gonna buy the new game and that's what it's gonna be, and and that's fine. It's yeah. That's fine. But BioWare specializes in continuity. And the lead writer, uh, I can't remember her name, but she was on stage. She was like, "No, like we have things that we can do to this world." for years to come. Like, and part of Uh, part of what she talked about was that they wanted a world that was ever changing that you could, that had flexibility. And I think by one, again, having this, this, my story, our world where you have your story and you can pick it up at any point and play through your story, you know, within your little microcosm of, of your world. And then the world itself can change. The whole point of the Anthem is that these are weapons that are able to shape or the, the it's a, these tools can be used to literally shape the world. So, yeah, they gave themselves an in right there or an out, depending on how you want to look at it, a, a capability to create mass change in the world or parts of the world. And you can already tell, like, okay, well, they're thinking three or four or five years out. Yeah. Right. They're not thinking, let's just get this game launched. They're like, okay, this is the system, this is the thing that's going to allow us to sustain this game. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, all right, I, I, That's a great point. I didn't verbalize that, but I'm definitely thinking that I don't think there's going to be Anthem two and three and four.
1: I think they're just going to be
0: able to, uh, to release additional packs and that's it.
1: I mean, that's what I was saying on Twitter. Like I just need, I I need this game to be good. It needs to be good because I need like a game like that in my life to where it's like, whether I stream it or not, I I need something. I can just go sit down and play something and lose myself in like as an entertainer. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really not feeling that with a game right now. Like God of War gave it to me for a little bit, but like I am really looking for kind of like, I am looking for that next destiny in a way to where, you know, I I can just like pick it up for two or three hours and, and feel like I haven't even like been playing that long.
0: Right. I don't know, man. I, again, it's not to, not to derail on destiny. I just, they, I, I agree with you. I feel like destiny one had that for me because it was new and there was nothing else like it. And I think that the shortcomings with that game and its design and its flaws and, and everything about how they have struggled with that game, I give Bungie all the credit in the world for persevering and trying to continue to shape that into the game that that the community says that they want it to be, right? But I still feel like I keep going back to it to play content. And as much as I enjoy the overall gameplay experience, I'm just not hooked anymore. And it's not the game yeah. that it makes me want to go back into that world and be a part of it. Right? Yeah. I I want I, I again. I'm with you. I want that game. I want that game to be like, yo, boom. You want to go play some anthem? Yep. yep. You want to stream Exactly. It? Don't matter. I just want to. Exactly. A hundred percent. It's not. It's not. It's not because it's entertaining to stream. It's because it's fun to play. You know, like I just need that. I need that. But that's it, guys. That's EA's show. That's that's EAC. That's EA's show. So overall, let, let's 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 introduce something that I'm just gonna pull out of my bum. Let's let's okay. give these things a grade. What would you? Grade I was at, EA's I, I, show? I was
1: waiting for you. I was like I was waiting. I was like he's gonna want to do a grade. I'm like um, oh I I, don't know. I, I, I think, mean that's fair. I I would say a B. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm I'm, I'm kind of there. I was thinking I mean, like mean, a Not
1: a B plus. Like you know like if we're putting on a number scale, I'd give it like an eighty five. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like I, you I know, agree they, they could have really
1: messed up if they didn't like don't get me wrong the command and conquer thing, eh, the Madden dude, nah. um, it, it you, you know, those were missteps, but I don't feel like there was anything like this show where I was like, oh, that is going to suck,
0: right? I, I think, I think they, I, it was good, you know, I think it was, I think it was, I think it was a, a slightly above average because. You've got you've got two new two new indie titles that we weren't expecting that look amazing. You've got uh, you know Anthem more from Anthem that's looking better and is gaining yeah. confidence. You got premium access, which is going to be a fantastic service. We already praised Game Pass for doing the same things Access is. We'd be hypocrites if we didn't say that's a badass system.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: and then you've got you know obviously the sports favorites that are coming back. You know you, I think you got to give that a two thumbs up. And while I wasn't blown away. I think I think what you're right. I think you're on the money. Eighty-five B, it's it's fair. It's fair. Uh,
1: I yeah, like I said, it's it's. I. Just, I I'm trying to find a way to like word this nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. You, you know me. I, I I tend to be a little too blunt sometimes. If you don't like EA, like just let people enjoy things, man. Just let them enjoy things. Because I'm seeing so much, like people are like, "Oh man, Anthem kind of looks cool," and you know, people are like, "What is EA?" blah blah blah, and like you know, they're just really riding the wang really hard for it to be as dry as it is, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm just to the point where it's just like, if you don't just like you know, vote with your wallet, this is a vote with your wallet situation. You do not have to buy this game enough for the love of god exactly but for the love of god people are there excited man just let them let them go like if you hated ea ea out of the gate why did you even watch the conference why are you even paying attention to the news bites why are you even paying attention to anything that they do because like honestly you're still helping them if you talk about them because just let it go dude (laughs) because oh my god
0: no, I, I'm I'm with you, man. There's too much. There's too much just disdain and, and outrage culture in, in in what there is today. I was not expecting that to be what you said, by the way. I was I don't know what I was expecting. It was totally not that.
1: Uh, trust but, me, I toned it down a lot. Like I was like because I've seen some really nasty stuff today. I just
0: I just mean the topic in general, but I think I think oh, it's definitely oh, oh, oh. worth saying. You know, I yeah, I I did not think that's what you are gonna say, but I agree. There's there's way too much just like again we 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 respectfully addressed the areas of this conference that we gave no crap about. Yeah. Right. Give it its due. If it's not your thing, move on.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I, I didn't like what they were doing with Madden every year. You know what I didn't do? I didn't go on like the internet complain about Madden every year. I make a joke about it every now and then. Sure. But you know what? I definitely don't do. I don't go and buy it. Nope. And then bitch about it. Like they're going to have to impress me first before I play that game or at least pay for that game. Right.
0: Agreed. So that being said, guys, that's it. This is our, our EA and our, our EA conference coverage of E3 2018. Uh, we are going to continue the Boom in the Night love and coverage of all yes. of E3 2018, whether it's one of us, the other of us, both of us. We're going to be doing the things you can definitely expect, live reactions and as well as these recaps of these shows. So make sure you are following this podcast at anchor.fm slash BITN or at Boom in the Night on Google Play or iTunes. And make sure you're following us on Twitter at MyBoomShtick at nighttide, as well as on Mixer at MyBoomShtick at nightide.
1: You've gotten really good at that. I'm proud.
0: I'm, dude. I'm. We're we're in the hustle, man. We we got to get to Spotify.
1: <laughs> we gotta get there,
0: and you can help us again. I agree. Rhyme. So anyway, love you guys. We'll catch you uh, tomorrow for Xbox and Bethesda. Oh my God, double trouble tomorrow. It's gonna be great.
1: Oh, it is. Yes.
0: So good. All right, guys. Later.
1: Bye, boy.